You can support this show at patreon.com slash ASA podcasting. to the 449th edition of the fallout feed i am andrew joined tonight by a flock of my favorite fallout folks tonight we've got ray what's up ray hello hello also jess what's up jess hey andrew greeps everybody and joining us for the next several weeks will be Longtime show friend Will. What's up, Will? How are you doing today? Hi, Andrew, Jess, Ray, everyone. I'm doing great. Thank you. Ready to get into some Fallout 3. We're very excited yes. to have uh, Will with us tonight and for the uh, Fallout 3 DLC roundtable that we're starting tonight. And we are drawing some characters tonight, guys. So, always one of our favorite episodes of each season. Lots of chatter in the discord and people excited about starting a new adventure off in fallout so we'll be concentrating on fallout 3 this season and doing the dlcs but we of course we'll start with our little buffer that we've been doing for the last couple of seasons where you get sort of a free play to get your character started and established and i don't know what are you guys doing i've heard lots of people chatting about going running that main quest a little bit before See if they can complete it. You, can you do that in two weeks? Jess, can you run through the Fallout 3 main quest in two weeks? Well, technically, we've got four weeks because with two of our episodes and two feedback episodes, right. it'll be four. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you definitely could. I have a feeling most of us are just going to, you know, pick a direction and start exploring. My strategy was to actually start that, get as far as Three Dog and finish up there. Maybe make it to Rivet City, but then just do side quests until... But, but we'll see where the momentum takes us, right? T.O. There are recommended levels that you think people should be at by the time we start the DLCs. I've never actually done the DLCs. I've you know been through the main game a few times, but not the DLCs. Yeah, me either. That's what I'm excited about for this, is that a number of us haven't done the DLCs. When I haven't done all of them, I think, Ray, I think you have done all of them, right? Yeah, but it's been a long time. So I'd say you want to be at least level 10 before starting. And just so people do know the order we're doing, we are doing our free play, four weeks free play. And then we're going to hit Operation Anchorage, then probably the pit. And then we're going to do Mothership Zeta, just one episode. So maybe we'll stick them in there and finish up with Point Lookout. And then if we're like, ooh, okay, let's go on and do Broker Steel after that, we can. But that's not going to be on the schedule because we're not requiring the story this playthrough. And you have to finish the story to start Broken Steel. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you just said you have to finish the main story to start Broken Steel? Yes. So that's the one we're not doing. That's not on the schedule. The other four are. I remember your game ends if you complete the main quest. Was that not three? It's three. And that was before the Broken Steel. Steel. <laughs> broken Steel. Yeah. Here's my spiel about it. <laughs> it uh, spiel. Yeah. Before Broken Steel came out, which was kind of jarring to some people because they were not used to that in Bethesda games. It, it was kind of true to the story of the original Fallout, as we know, after playing it. People were like, wait, but 
what? I still have violins. I still have Nuka-Cola Quantum. What's going on? (laughs) And so with Broken Steel, when that came out, they, of course, let you recover from your near fatal instance. Uh, Spoilers for Fallout 3, I'm sure most everyone knows. (laughs) And waking up in the Citadel and you're able to keep going. That's hilarious. All right. Well, tonight on the show, everyone, we're going to start drawing some characters. We've got people in the live chat, so we'll be participating interacting with them as they're participating in the season so we'll draw some characters for them as well if i assume jess is already probably piped in there but if you guys want to shout how many roles you want there in the live chat and thanks for coming to hang out live chat you're always a, a vibrant part of the show but these character draw episodes are always especially especially fun with the the live discord folks So thanks for hopping on tonight, guys. So we'll go over our gameplay off the top of the show like we usually do. I think Will said he brought an excellent game that is the best one he's ever prepared. (laughs) Uh, So get your hopes up really high for that. And then we'll do some character draws, iguana bits and such. Maybe a few shouts on the way out the door. But why don't we go ahead and just roll right in to our gameplay. Let's do a guest honors Will. What have oh. you been getting into this week? Yeah, so actually, not not very much. It's been sort of a, a busy week. I haven't played sin- anything since the weekend, which what's consumed my life <laughs> basically since last August, October is Baldur's Gate three. Mm. I'm, nice. you know, I talked about it last time I was on. I'm at an unfathomable, like 600 hours almost on a single playthrough <laughs> on it. But I'm very, very near the end. I expect to be finishing it this weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh. Yeah. I, like I was saying, like Jess, I saw you had mentioned somewhere that you might be starting Baldur's Gate 3 this weekend, right? Sunday, this maybe? This is the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I finished Starfield last week, as people know. And I knew if I started Baldur's Gate that it was yeah. going to take... Yeah, Basically, it's because of you. So thank you for being a cautionary tale, Will. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. And well, you should note from jen too like have you seen how much <laughs> she's into it that girl started way after me and she's already on a third playthrough in dark urge and she's <laughs> a lot of our friends yeah, loving yeah. the baldur's in gate fact, three in fact she was telling me ray that she sort of turned the no man's sky podcast into, <laughs> into uh, baldur's gate three i don't know who would ever turn a podcast about one game into a show about yeah, another yeah. completely ridiculous who would it's appalling. <laughs> but when I was reading, when I saw you said that, oh, wow. So we may be, we could potentially be rolling credits at the same time. Jess could be on the intro and I'll be on the outro. <laughs> you know, yeah. probably, just as we go. Are you, does, does that game continue on after you finish the game? So, it, you sort of beat the game and you're done? Or I, I think that's probably going to be it. They have a little bit of an epilogue. You know, like I said, I haven't finished. And I know, like I just mentioned, he can't believe I haven't finished it yet, which is a little bit ridiculous that I haven't. But some people play like how we do, Jess, right? And uh, also, I think I said last time I was on it, some of it is just that there's no photo mode out for it yet, even though I think the, the next patch that they're 
releasing it's expected to have the a photo mode built in and so i have this sort of this a mod and this whole roundabout effort and it takes me it, like several minutes like once i adjust it, the picture and put the depth of field in and all that stuff i have to click the render button and i don't even know what the photo is going to look like yet so then i have to wait a minute for it to render and then when the picture comes out i'm like oh man I, that doesn't look right and all that so then i have to go through it all again like and let it render all over again all that. So that's one of the reasons it 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 takes so long. Plus, I'm just trying to devour, like scour, like look through every single corner of the game as I as I can, you know, just because I just really enjoyed it so much. But I'll be finishing up just in time here to get into some you know, Fallout 3 as main game. That's amazing. And, yeah. yeah. And actually, I was about to. I'm glad y'all announced it when you did because I was feeling I was almost because at, at this point, even though I love the game, obviously, it's I raved about it nonstop after so much time in it uh, starting to feel a little bit of fatigue yeah it's time <laughs> i will be doing another playthrough of it but i'm gonna take a little bit of a break and i had just right before y'all announced that we were doing fallout 3 I had just installed red dead redemption 2 i was about to like start in on that and, mm. and i was like oh oh nope okay it's gonna be fallout 3 instead of red dead <laughs> But, I'm st I'm still 15 hours into that game. <laughs> yeah, you're but, still stuck behind a tree or something. Or, or no, it was my carriage. Yeah, the horse I had, a, I had a carriage, and I tried to thread the needle between two trees, <laughs> and the carriage got stuck. And I couldn't. The horse couldn't go forward or backward, and I couldn't detach him from the carriage. I was just like, oh no, I can't. Move. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's a little annoying thing like that that makes it hard to go back because like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. I just want to get into the game. I don't want to have to try to figure out what went wrong, and then it could be a deterrent, and then things time slips by, right? Well, and then I spent so much time trying to correct the issue that in the long run, it would have just been way faster and efficient if I had just scrapped it immediately, gone back a couple of saves, <laughs> and redid it. You know, instead of yeah. but me trying to prevent myself from going back to those two saves, I spent many hours trying to correct an issue that could have been corrected in twenty minutes. You know. Oh yeah, I understand. Though sometimes when you get headstrong about just fixing something, figuring it out, like that's yeah. it's like you've committed to a path, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a Baldur's Gate PlayStation exclusive, is that right? No, it's everything now. Is it, it everything? It, it, it came out on PC first. They wanted to get a... Starfield sort of stole their drop date. <laughs> and so they upped their launch by a month just to get out before Starfield. And then on PlayStation, it came out the same day as Starfield. Mm -hmm. So they had a little bit of a head start, but just, what, like, I guess a month ago for the for yeah. the xbox thing when, xbox when released the same day as the game awards uh game so awards. during jeff Keeley's game awards it was kind of a surprise drop december 7th i think okay yeah that's right i remember yeah. have you played baldur's gate one and two <laughs> i have played one although i i don't really remember much about it at all and thing in fact i think i may have talked about it a little bit it, it's, it's sort of a full circle thing for me because my first PC, once upon a time, was a Gateway 2000, first one I got. <laughs> and my wife has a birthday present or you know, some kind of present. She bought me Baldur's Gate. She didn't know what it was. It was the first one. She's like, the guy at the store said, you're going to love this. I'm like, okay, all right, great. <laughs> and so I did. I, I, I played it, and I do. I remember really liking it, but at this point, it was so long ago because that must have been like 96 or something. 
and uh, I don't remember anything about the the game <laughs> play at all. Like I know there were characters that show up from that game in three again, and I I didn't even don't remember any of But yeah, <laughs> so like I thought it was funny though because that was my first computer and my first computer game on it, and then I've spent forever not having a computer, and then just recently as I've talked, I've put together a new gaming PC, and yeah. of the first game I got is another Baldur's Gate game. So it like came all the way back around. So I named my character the same exact name as I did way back then. And like, you know, I talked about, but so you come so back to fun. it in another 20 yeah. years for Baldur's mm -hmm. Gate five, when you get another new gaming piece. Yeah. And, and I was excited. I heard you, I saw you mention in the discord, Jess, you were, you brought up that, that Gabriel Knight series. One of my favorite series. That, Absolutely. So my second game I ever played was beast within. And I, I love that game. That was my favorite game for a really long time i love that one so gabriel much. <laughs> knight 2 the beast within one of the best fmv games ever made people who don't know gabriel knight was a series of games from sierra online there were three of them everyone was a different style one. but beast within was fmv that's full motion video oh which full, okay some of them were so <laughs> cheesy yeah some of them were so cheesy like soap opera vision <laughs> but gabriel knight was actually they did a really good job with it well that's cool and yeah so i i loved it so <laughs> That's that's so awesome. That's why when you mentioned it, Ish. I was like, oh my god, I, I forgot about that game. It's so good. I can't believe Jess is talking about it. Because <laughs> you said someone was streaming, not that one, but a different Gabriel Knight, right? Yeah, so, a streamer I occasionally yeah. watch pulled up the third Gabriel Knight. So I was oh, okay. super psyched about that and I mentioned it and then you did. So you think three looks good enough? Because I'm pretty sure as much as I loved <laughs> Beast Within, so, I'm pretty sure I couldn't go back and play it. Out of all the Gabriel Knights, I know there's a digression here, <laughs> forgive us. Um, I'm sorry. Gabriel Knight 1 would be the first I would recommend, Sins of the Fathers. First of all, there was a 25th anniversary re-release, but also FMV, like you can do two. Three is the one I would least recommend playing again because it was very early days of 3D. It's very hard to play a point-and-click adventure in. And so, <laughs> so that's great. That's awesome to hear about. That was like it on my Baldur's Gate 3. As I said, I'll probably be finishing that up this weekend. And other than that, the only real thing I've done is sort of anticipate my character role here tonight in Fallout 3. I tried to, I went ahead and installed it on the PC, tried to get my mods all working and everything. I, I've been a little bit nervous because a lot of people uh, <laughs> to be having some difficulties here. And then you're, you're, words from last week are in the back of my mind andrew when when you were like i can't wait for in the middle of the season when all these pc guys with them <laughs> uh, um, are like well that's it my game doesn't work oh, anymore sorry. my season's can't, done can't play. <laughs> yeah so what mods did you decide that so you needed i ended up I, I i initially because i'm sort of new to it i thought i was just gonna all right i'm just gonna do a collection because i figured they would be a little bit more like vetted because they're supposed to be working orders, right? Like a, a whole load order and everything that worked together. And so I just searched it by the highest rated collections, which that was this one called the Fallout Rebirth Plus, which I guess is also like the largest collection on there. That one's like 240 mods. And then they have a couple of collections that go with that collection that add some and you, and you get close to like 400 mods or something on there. It, it was a lot, but I was like, well, it's the highest rated. It must work. So I went with that that one. <laughs> Good philosophy. Highest rated. It must be, must be well, great. Well, I mean, people aren't going to thumbs up the collection if it doesn't work, right? That that was my, my thinking. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and that's my, a solid my, plan. 
<laughs> yeah. And it actually it was working, or I thought it was working. I thought my game was working, except I guess it didn't have Fallout this script extender installed properly. Or one of the things I was unaware of is that you have to sort of downgrade or roll back your version of Fallout 3 that you have installed. Like instead, it's like 1.0, you need 1.073 instead of 1.074 or something yeah. like that and so i ended up uninstalling that that whole collection and I, this time I, I was like i put the script extender in first nice and slow in in that and then i did the whole the downgrade patch like you're supposed to do and then instead of just installing that entire collection i was like well i need to be careful i started seeing all the problems people were having in the discord in, including you ray did you get that <laughs> fixed <laughs> it's certainly possible <laughs> okay Okay, I guess we'll let you talk about it a little bit. But I went through them all, all the 240, sort of just one by one and cherry picked the ones that I thought I really needed. Or And most of it, really what I want is just, the game is pretty old, so I want, I want to texture packs and things to just sort of liven it up a little bit and make it, make it look better. And so and that's what I did. And I have it working right now. I've been around to Megaton and all that and everything's great. I will say the one thing that... Well, there were a couple of things I noticed by going through them one by one. You know that whole thing where I just said it it, it should be vetted, and like a like you should just be able to download the the collection and it makes sense and work and run. I did notice there were things like I, I was I went down one. I saw this one. It's called Caillou's Ballistics. This is one of the mods in the collection, and what that does is it adds visual effects to the muzzle flashes and makes it a lot bigger and all that stuff. One one of the comments I read was someone was like, "Oh my gosh, my my shotgun takes up the entire screen and all that stuff." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay," and it's like maybe I don't really need that one, you know. And then I got down to another mod later that's in it's just in the same collection, and this mod was no muzzle flash lights, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> well." Why do you have both of these mods in the same collection? So I realized my flawed thinking in that just because it's a collection, it should be <laughs> perfect. It's quite possible, too, that while it looks like duplication, they may have other effects that aren't oh. as listed or right on the label. Sure, like sometimes yeah. one may modify sound more, one may modify visuals, even though they look like they're doing the same thing. Yeah. Or, you know, <clears throat> the aesthetics of the person curating the mod collection. Yeah. Well, and I noticed too, when we did our Fallout 4 modded playthrough last time, I remember when I was looking for some of the mods, some of them would be like, oh, this is this mod is perfect. This is kind of just what I want. And then they would you read the description and it's like, oh, and just because and just for fun, I decided to add this. And it was like some cheat or something added onto the character. I, like, I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, ruined exactly. a perfect mod by adding that on there. Yeah. I don't but, need <laughs> a chest with like a hundred circuit boards yeah. in the middle of my settlement. I don't need this. Or like there's one mod that I like for Sanctuary that gives you a modified deliverer right out of the gate. And I'm like, I like the mod. I don't need the ultra powerful deliverer. And so you can be good and scrap it. But if you don't, you're always tempted. Yeah. And so, so yeah, that's it. My collection seems to be working now. We'll, we'll wait. I've been waiting for the character role to really get in and explore and do that much. The only issue, not really issue I have is there's one mod. It's the sprint mod that works. It works, but and it was working, actually, it was working great before my Fallout script extender was working, except with Fallout script, when it wasn't working the way it would work because I play on controller, like I have no control over the mouse and keyboard. I don't, it's just that style of play eludes me. I'm terrible at it. But uh, the way you do that is you hotkey the sprint 
to your D-pad. And then so that way I could use the controller and I could just hit the D-pad and it would sprint for four or five seconds or whatever till I run out of AP and go off. And I love the way it worked. But then now that the script extender is working, they took away that function. And the only way I can use, the only way I can sprint is I have to use a key on the keyboard. <laughs> so I can't, I can't put a button on the, on the controller. So they've made my life a little bit harder by working it perfect by running it correctly. <laughs> yeah. You have to get a foot switch. I didn't know that was something, but all right. <laughs> That's a could be a thought, you know, and I even have, I wish you would get it sort of figured out. I have the Microsoft, the elite controller pro Two, whatever that thing is. Yeah. I love the elite too. Yeah. Oh, oh I love it. And it's, remarkable like it's very programmable on the xbox I'm, I'm able to like switch make it do all sorts of things i don't want to do yet i can't i hadn't figured out how to assign keys from my keyboard to it if i want to play it on pc i haven't tried using the elite on a pc yeah. i would assume you'd still use the accessories app and maybe like have some kind of macro thing in steam but i don't know maybe one day if i can figure that out it'll be work but that's it. <laughs> that, that's all I did. It's a little bit of Baldur's Gate 3 and just getting these mods and waiting for that for character here. Sounds good. I know Jess is really good about juggling a bunch of games. Are you a one game at a time, generally? Will you concentrate on Fallout 3 for the most part? or I... Okay. In, yeah, no. In the past, I was always sort of just one game. Like, that's the what, what I want to do. Because I, I think you've talked about having this problem before. Like, maybe... Once you leave, you know, and you come back, you come back for a little bit. It's always hard to remember exactly where you were and button configurations and and you sort of lose just steam a little bit. And it's been difficult for me. But now these days, I think maybe 76 changed me a little bit. I started for a while. The only thing I played was 76. But then since it never ends, started getting into a few different games, playing other things at the same time. And then I actually started playing, I started juggling a bunch for a while. I think now I'm mostly back into where like, I like to have one larger game going and then every now and then throw in like a smaller game or get a smaller game or two to mix in. Like, like I was talk talking about with some of the fatigue, I'm feeling a little bit with Baldur's Gate 3. Like some nights I'm just... I'm not ready to get into quite all the battles I'm going to. So I was looking up some other just small games I can play just w when I don't have the mental faculties for it. Yeah, And that's why I would look up, even though it's a large game, I was looking up Red Dead Redemption 2. I was like, I, I might start this in, in my in-between time. <laughs> it's better to start small games in the in-between time. That's my, yeah. my little palate cleanser thing. It's the whole game pass situation yeah you well, go to game pass you grab a few games friends have mentioned or recommended oh, play one or two and then move on to the next big one yeah well i did i actually and I, I bought this game off steam gosh what is it called it's not made it's something about it, it was really highly rated of something about this maid that she goes and she cleans up people's rooms in the hotels it's set in like the 50s or something and the um but she's a little bit too nosy she like snoops through people's drawers and and things like that <laughs> oh. yeah but then she sort of she uncovers maybe things she's not supposed to and it's this whole drama and so like it actually seemed really good people all said it was like a really good source one it was very highly rated on on steam so i went to 
to go play. I did that one. I thought this was going to be a perfect game. I went to go play that one, and it was that one. It really did not run well for me at all. Like, <laughs> I guess it was working, but like when she would walk across the room, like sometimes she would just slide across the room, standing on one foot, and it was jittery. And is I don't know, maybe I just had a weird. We made? That's it. Yes, that's it. This bed we made. Yeah. Okay. So. I didn't read anything about all the, these other people having all these problems. Maybe I just had a weird install of it. That's one I had. Actually, I tried to install that one last week. I did that last week. And then after an hour. So your palate cleanser like, yeah, nah. <laughs> was more of a frustration. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no. And so actually, and that'll be great. We'll, we'll see how much time, maybe, I don't know if I'm going to be like Fallout 3 kind of as my main game or because... Sometimes we have a sort of a slow schedule. It's not too hard to catch up. Maybe during the the open play, I'll probably focus on just Fallout 3. And then once we get to the quests, it'll slow down a little bit. Like it won't be as... Like, exactly. Yeah. You'll, you'll get to the DLC. You'll do the DLC for a yeah. few days, play through it all, and then hit so the other I, game for a bit. So I'm thinking when I do that, that will probably be, even though I installed Red Dead Redemption 2, I'm going to put that back on the back burner again. I've been waiting years to play a game. But then that'll probably actually be when I start Starfield. So Beautiful. I can't wait for you to get into it. We're just gonna, we're, we're dosy doing <laughs> We're going to swap games. <laughs> yeah, we are. We really are, yeah. Jess, is, is there, are there video games that come out that you don't know anything about? Oh, definitely. Okay. I, 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 but yeah, there are so many games being made these days that it's impossible to keep up. Like if it comes to Game Pass or it's an Xbox main release, I'll probably be aware of it. But yeah, there's so many indie games out all the time. Awesome. All right. Thanks for the gameplay there, Will. Super excited to get to character draw here in a little bit. But let's go ahead and check in with Ray and see what Ray got into this week. Do you have a chance playing a video game, sir? I played a few video games. Yes, I did. I Before the show last week, I had gotten my Fallout 3 install set up, and I got mod collection going, and I you know, was trotting around the wasteland, having a good time, just kind of getting back into the game, and then put it down for a few days, and on... It was Monday or Tuesday this week. I thought, okay, I better I better kind of get back up, get things rolling, see where I'm at. And so I opened up Fallout 3 and crashed the desktop. I'm like, huh, that's weird. So I tried again, crashed again. I'm like, okay, crap. So I disabled all my mods. Vortex has a, a handy little purge button that you can push the to take all the mods out. So I did that and still crashed the desktop. And so I'm like, okay, fine. So I deleted everything and reloaded it and crashed the desktop. And so, no, you know, I went through all of the set this permission, do this compatibility setting, make sure that your INI file has these lines in it and, all that stuff and still crashes the desktop. So at that point, I'm in a little bit of a panic. Right. Um, and so I came up here to the studio and hopped on my ancient PC because I figured that, you know, might trying to run old games on new PCs can be problematic. So I decided to run it on my crappy old two year old computer and I downloaded the 
the Game Pass version, and it runs okay. So far, we'll see how long that holds up. I may have to dust off a, an even older PC and see if I can remember the path to get into it. But and install Windows 95, Ray. Yeah. I'm sure I've got a copy of that around here somewhere. <laughs> It'll work a charm. But I know I at least have some hard drives with XP on them. That'll uh, probably work. Yeah. So you're just going to go with the vanilla playthrough then? At, at this point, I have to have some kind of a, a solid install to be able to do my character on. So, so we'll see. you're not even certain why or what oh. caused it. You're playing the GOG version. Yep. Are you yeah. thinking about doing textures and such that should be fine, or are you just going to be hands well, off? That's, that's all my collection was, was textures. So you know, it was just baffling. And then to, to not even be able to completely wipe it clean and start all the way over. I mean, I even went as far as I, I deleted the, the GOG software and reloaded that. You used yeah. to load it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just, whatever happened. And I mean, there was no windows update cause that's not until, you know, next Tuesday and there was no video driver update. There was no vortex update. So I have no idea where the trigger was that just completely shut it off. I, I get through the starting sequence, but as soon as I click on either continue or new game, it, it crashes. So definitely a little bit uh, annoyed by that, but I'm thankful that I have other opportunities. And, you know, Lou is teasing me about having to play it on Xbox, but I think the closest I'm going to get to playing it on Xbox is the Xbox version on my PC. So there you go. You're playing vanilla is the closest you're going to get. <laughs> Uh, That's frustrating. I mean, setting up mods can often be a uh, troubleshooting sort of situation. But in this case, with the collection and all that, like you shouldn't have had to go through what you did. Yeah. Well, and I I came to the realization that it had nothing to do with mods. Mm -hmm. Because when I stripped all of that out, it it, it still crashed. So uh, it was definitely something that the PC you know, suddenly realized that I was trying to run a really old game on it. And it's like, uh, no, Changed its mind. not on me. <laughs> You're not running this. So that, that was, that was aggravating, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that big a deal. So just more of a hassle, you know, I can use the exercise having to climb up the stairs an extra couple of times a week is, is going to be okay. I I knew that the Starfield update was coming, and so I had my automatic updates turned off for Starfield. So when when that came through and started trashing everybody's installs, I was doing okay. And then I did get a little bit caught. So I saw that that the mods had been updated. So I went ahead and loaded the new mods. And then ran the update manually and it still crashed on me. I did it like five minutes too early because the, the Baca achievement enabler hadn't been updated at the time that I ran all my updates. But by the time I had problems with it, 
and started going through my mods to find out where what the offender was, they uploaded their update. So once I identified which mod was having a problem, I ran the update and and got it back up and running. So it's all peachy keen now. I've been I talked about it on the show last week, the planet bound character. So I I have been playing that character out and she got her nice little outpost on Aquila's main planet and makes regular trips to Aquila City to to sell, you know, her goods. Mm-hmm. And she did set up an alternate outpost up on the ice cap of Aquila. So she's got a little argon and benzene farm going up there. And so I had gone around to a few of the landmarks. I've got the whole planet surveyed and everything. And, you know, it, it, it gets to a, a point in the, in the playthrough where now it's just a routine. You've got, you've got to wait for your extractors. Then once they're done, then you can make your magnets. And then you can take your load of magnets and hike to Aquila City. Do you still have goals? Like, would you hit a point when it's routine? Can you still have goals where you want the character to go? Or is the routine kind of like the top level play or end game for yeah, a character it's, like this? It's kind of the end game for that. Because I'm not really sure what else to do with a character like that. Because she can't leave Aquila. So the frontier doesn't exist. And so it, you know, you can explore the planet, but you know, what's that going to get you? Yeah, no, there's not a whole lot to exploration, as we know, besides fixed location. <laughs> You're going to be able to see most everything on Aquila if you, if you have tons of landing sites, I imagine. So I, I was happy about one thing. I, I learned something that I didn't know about, about Starfield. Oh. I've never gone into a civilian settlement. Oh, yeah, those can be cool. Because I've I've never had any use for mere mortals. <laughs> um, You're like I don't want companions. Why would I want random civilians? Fair. Yeah, and they're always asking you to do stuff. But I discovered that some of them have legitimate vendors. So, so that was fun. You know, that's something that I would have never, never really run across. So, because I was kind of getting, you know, that one played out a little bit. I thought, well, what, what about one a character that never leaves space so you never land never land (laughs) like a total spacer oh my goodness you would go space mad for that so i i came across a mod that adds more material to asteroid fields so instead of shooting this giant asteroid and getting two iron you know now you can get a variety of different materials from mining an asteroid field and you can also get junk parts from mining the debris fields. So I'll do that. That's interesting. And I mean, in order to get to the point where you had, say, the key as your primary base, you'd have to do some stuff on the ground to be able to get the quest in the first place, I think. Yeah. You know, there would be a few things like you'd have to decide what rules you would have on how much you could land, if at all, for that. But <laughs> Yeah, so at this point, I'm, I'm kind of looking at only being able to land on planets with 50% gravity or less. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm basing the premise off of belters from the expanse. So belters, when they go even to Mars, which has, I think it's like a, an eight, nine or something like that. It's less than, than one gravity. You know, the, the belters had a problem being on the planet's surface. Right. They were very long. And so that's what I'm going with. So I, planets can't have more than, you know, 50% gravity and I'll concentrate on space stations and uh, I'll be visiting Wolf a lot. It's definitely the kind of thing that may be easier once there are mods to accommodate that sort of situation. You know, something that can actually replace the main quest or allow the main quest to be accessed from other locations because so many things are planet-based. And certainly Aquila and Jemison are high gravity. Neon, I'm not sure what their gravity is, but I, I don't know if you go to any of them. At this point, it doesn't look like it. Aquila is higher than one. I think they're a 1.5. Yeah, they are. They're very heavy. But yeah, and I haven't done a quest in months. <laughs> quest schmest. <laughs> yeah, no I wonder mean, you're kind of probably, falling in the loop with your planet bound character. Because what quest would you do after a while? Yeah. Yeah, I. it's probably been maybe October. Most of the repeatable. Oh, wait, really? Like, even on this character, what about when you go into Aquila? I mean, there are plenty of quests that are on the same planet you could do. Yeah, I no, I just don't do quests. So, and a lot of times, you know, a lot of questing and stuff that you do, you end up having to leave the planet. They're like, oh, you have a spaceship. You can go do this for me. Yeah. Everything on the um, mission board sends you to another location entirely. Yeah. You're lucky if it's the same solar system. Right. So that's what I'm doing right now is seeing what I can make out of that. So I know it does, you know, make a limited life character, but I mean, that's what I've always, always been about. So Yeah. I mean, you made it three days on your very hard <laughs> grind characters. So yeah. Yeah. Before they were so powerful. I, I just finished up another one. Every single, every single weapon he's got, every helmet pack and spacesuit are all, you know, superior and advanced three-star legendary maxed out. It's, I think you uh, should do a Matt Damon as the Martian character. Okay. You create, settle on Mars. I'm not completely solo like Matt Damon, but like just make a Martian character because Cydonia is a neat microcosm of everything you need because you can get repeatable requests at the UC distribution exchange there. So you get all those repeatable quests constantly there for different missions, send you all over the planet. You can get everything you need at Mars, but it's still a very different environment and much, much less of a city than most of the rest. I think that could be yeah. interesting. See where it takes you. Or speaking of belters, just stay in the solar system. Yeah. If they just don't have the, the space stations that you need, there's no series station to be able to hang out on. Yeah. That, that sounds fun though. Like making it up. Uh, sort of copying the belters thing because i know even in the show they talk about that how gravity is used as a torture right like it's been outlawed yeah. Yeah. and you know clint mentioned that i could i could live on the eye which really i could because that requires that you do that first quest with uh, what's her dingle but that is where you go to the space station and then to a ship in Mars in Venus orbit. So that would all be space bound. So the, 
So the one thing I know is when I'm fighting legendaries and I reload, anytime I get a a weapon that has the space legendary effect, because the weapons that you can't use on a planet are pretty useless. Now that I need them, I know there's no way in the world I'm ever going to get one. Because <laughs> that's just the way they roll, <laughs> where every third weapon you know, has that trait on it now that I need it, it won't. So yeah, that's how it works. While we're talking about different ideas you can do with it. What you were saying before doing this, you'd hit a point where you may just stop playing Starfield for a bit too and get back into all the other repeatable games until there's more content. Yeah, but it's, it is a fun game. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I know you've got a lot of them. So, And, And I'll be hitting you up pretty soon ray like i know you've talked about star ui but when i when i go to oh yeah my soon to be play playthrough of starfield i'm gonna be looking for some mods but i'm not gonna want to change the way like the way you should play through your first time too much so yeah. i'm not gonna be i'm gonna be looking for like the true to the game type stuff that will help like my quality of life like the star ui is the only one i know but uh, or i've heard you mention that yeah you, you would recommend playing it, even if it's your first yeah right? it's yeah it's definitely the way that menus should have looked in the first place yeah so and are there many others that you would say for your first play that you'd still recommend or probably not mainly just so yeah there'll be a couple you know that are, they just kind of fix weird little things that that shouldn't have been done that way. So, yeah. But, and then when I was having all my, my modded game troubles, I, I knew I always had start Skyrim to go back to. Had to seek refuge in Skyrim. Because I have my Skyrim, you know, locked and bolted and chained. <laughs> and it is, there is no one at all that can, that can, screw up my game but me so i don't have to worry about that one i don't run any updates on any of my mods i don't run updates on the game the game cannot possibly it it will be impossible for the game to update itself because steam Steam will occasionally reset your settings so normally i would suggest that you put your update setting to only update when you launch the game because typically when you launch, when you're modding, you're, you're not launching it through the game launcher. You're launching it through a script extender. And so the game won't update. But Steam can change that setting. You've got to go into your properties and get the game ID. And then you have to go into your Steam apps folder and find the corresponding manifest file. Okay. And then go in and make that manifest file read only. Oh, beautiful. And so no matter how bad Steam wants to update that file, if it can't it if it can't write to that manifest file, it cannot update the game. Wow, that's see, I thought you were gonna like firewall the app somehow so it couldn't reach out to the internet or something. No, no, but- no. It's just that that one little manifest file. The thing is is that it's they're not they're all they're all using the game's id so you have to know the id of the game and then you can but you can look that up if you look in the properties it's in the it's in the properties tabs but 
it's worth the trouble. You know, the first time you run into a situation where the game automatically updates and then it borks it for you. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say the solution is to just unplug your Ethernet cable. <laughs> yeah. That no, there's too many things that rely on that. Yeah, you still need the thought. Like, I, I was going to ask you, too, uh, you set it to only update when you launch it, right? Mm-hmm. But then you also, or because I have my Baldur's Gate 3 is modded like that, and then I also have to go into Steam and go into offline mode or something or log out of Steam, mm-hmm. right? And then I, I always I, I always forget, I have to remember, because sometimes I go into Steam and I want to look around and browse the store and all that stuff, but I have to go back online and then I have to remember before I leave to, to go back offline and this whole thing. Is, is there a shorter way of going about that? That Well, if you just don't want the game to be able to update, but you want to still be have your Steam online, then you still want your Steam to save your your progress if you have multiple devices that you like to move your your steam files to you want that connectivity so if you go into those manifest files and make them read only then okay so that that sounds like maybe something i should do because i i do want that because well one it's not just that Baldur's gate is modded i mean i have it modded but I've been like I was installing Fallout 3 and all that stuff, turning on and I'm downloading games and stuff. So I have to remember to turn it on. But and then also, like when I've had it offline for such a significantly long time, when I do go back to play Baldur's Gate 3, all of a sudden, like if it's online, it wants to sync my save files. Mm -hmm. Trying to play offline is is a harder way to to keep your game from updating. So just use the manifest files. And that that locks it down for you. Okay. And it doesn't always cause trouble. It just it depends on the game and, and the way the way it's modded and such. Usually updating is a good thing. Oh yeah. Well I, I've already had yeah. learned my lesson with Baldur's Gate 3 when a patch came through that I didn't have that don't yeah. update for and then it broke <laughs> everything. Yeah. If you're if you're modding, updates are your enemy. Yeah. Going it's it's interesting the number of branches that mods generally work on like you'll notice when you look over mods on the nexus that they'll be like this one runs on 1.5.78 and like there are three or four versions that most everybody uses and and some mods are like yeah use it on this version don't update past this and it's amazing to think there are that many branches out there still yeah and especially recently because bethesda launched the creations platform so it's some significant changes as they developed the starfield engine that showed them some opportunities for different ways to manage files. And so they've rolled that back down through the other games. But because those those type of files are not compatible with files that that don't use that system, that's what broke so many Skyrim mods was that it just they were just not compatible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was more than just the usual. There, There's two main programs that are version dependent. So the script extender and address library are both dependent on the the version number of the game. So they have to be updated. 
they can't run on on the previous version, even if they didn't really change anything. And so it, you couldn't let those updates happen, you know, on Fallout or on Skyrim until they had the new version uploaded. And they're doing this with huge numbers of employees. When Starfield had its first update and we ran into problems because address library hadn't been updated and it was because the guy that does address library had COVID and was too sick to, to get on his computer and, you know, program the update. Mm -hmm. And so he, he managed to go on and say, sorry, I just, I can't do this right now, (laughs) but that's, that's just the reality of modding. So the moral of the story is don't update your game. <laughs> until until you are sure hundred percent that it's okay to update your game. Just don't do it. Oh, that's 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 funny. But I'm glad your Skyrim is working lockdown. I'm glad your Fallout 3 is running now. And yeah, it's hard Starfield, it's hard to quit you. I, I mean, did you have any more gameplay, right? No, that was it. Okay, then I mean in order to get into my gameplay, Starfield, I finished it. It's hard to quit yet. <laughs> I've loaded in a few times to take pictures this week, but I haven't actually played almost anything. This has been one of my most games-free weeks in a long time. And, and here's why. Here's why. So after Starfield, I want to start Baldur's Gate 3. And as I said earlier, I know if I do, <laughs> it's going to catch me. So I kind of like Power World did the week before. I got a little Power World in. I got a little Starfield in. I'm... We've got a little bit, we've got, gosh, almost two months still left in the season. So I'm okay. We know the season is switching on March 26th. So I haven't needed to go into Fallout 76. This is probably the largest break I've taken from 76 outside of when Starfield first launched. I don't think I've been in for a good two weeks. Nice. Fallout 76. I know. Isn't that ridiculous? I don't know. To hear you say 76 was the your favorite game now. Has that opinion change since starfield is out now is starfield the your favorite game well i mean favorite game it is odd i think 76 is my favorite fallout game yeah but i've gone back to my mind at that point i've gone back to sometimes well maybe fallout 4 is my favorite fallout game again now (laughs) you know what i mean like those two still vastly and as far as my favorite game ever overall there's a couple contenders how much of that is recency bias, though, you know? A significant portion, yeah. When you dive into something that deeply, it's not necessarily that you love what's most recent more. It's that the feelings connected to stuff in the past, while they might be there for nostalgia purposes, they're not quite as strong, you know? So, like, I'm loving Starfield. I feel like Starfield could become Bethesda's best game ever. I've said that and I mean it, but is it my favorite? It, it, it varies all the time, right? <laughs> it right, really so does. What would Starfield's version of Fallout Shelter be? What could they do for a little mobile pocket game that would be fun? Oh, we, well, we've had a couple of ideas talking about it before, but I think a space station. The lock picking, of course, but. Well, that would be great that, on that, its own, right? Some- do you like a Starfield pub games? Like three or four different mini games could be really fun. You have to do like a mining mini game. Oh, definitely do the gaining powers mini game. No spoilers for Will, but no. <laughs> that's, that's the worst. <laughs> People get so tired of that. But yeah, the luck pick. I think a space station game. 
don't don't you ray like that would be kind of fun build a space station maintain it run it yeah that would that would be good and then you could you could have a section that you let pirates land in have that sectioned off from the from the uc and the and the free star that come and dock and and do business that actually sounds kind of fun yeah you'd have an empire like east empire company but in, in space anywho my gameplay i didn't play much this week uh the only other thing i'm doing is because it's February, I've restarted the Fallout ABC hashtag on Twitter. So I'll be taking ABC picks on Twitter again this month uh, for both Fallout and Starfield this time. You did that fe- last February. Yeah, because right? yeah, it's a perfect sort of length. February is a good month for it. With 28 days, I can Valentine's Day is for take it off. <laughs> take it off or just oh. stuff you love. And then the 28th is just kind of a little wind down. So, so it works out. So I'm doing that again. But besides taking so photos. Would your Starfield picture for the second be... Walking into the walking into Constellation for the second time, uh, you know, while you're on New Game Plus for Groundhog's Day. <laughs> We're going through the alphabet one one day at a time. Oh yeah, uh, it is funny that Maddie brings up in the chat. There brings up a point. This is a leap year, so extra day. It is. There is 29 yes. days. This is a leap year. I didn't yeah. realize. Seems it like is forever since we've had the last one. Yeah. <laughs> We were talking about TV shows on the Discord the other day, Will, and catching up on on shows and such. So after I caught up on all the Who that was available to me two, three weeks ago, I went and watched the first two seasons of Torchwood this past week. Oh, did, okay, we were talking, okay. Yeah, when I went to uh, sit and play game, I can't start Baldur's Gate. I, I can't, Jess, I can't start Baldur's Gate. I got to be responsible. Okay, well, I've got two hours to kill. I could work on something. No, I don't want to work on something. Two episodes of Torchwood a night, maybe three. And yeah, so I, I watched all that. Great show. Still love it. Glad to be back in the universe. Yeah, I've, I've still never seen uh, Torchwood. I, I did. I actually watched some Doctor Who, though, this last week. And I think it was the end of one of the seasons, but it was they had gone to the end of the universe or whatever, and then they came back. But they had the guy from Torchwood uh, traveling around with them, either trying to solve the whole problem. So, I don't know, that's funny. Just <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. It was like a three-episode uh, season finale or something. I think. Yeah, that's a wonderful season finale. Really good yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting Fallout 3 running. I'll be installing that and getting that all yeah. set up for our game and obviously starting Baldur's Gate next week, starting both of them at once. I, I really should put Baldur's Gate off longer to really get into 3 properly, but I'll do both. It'll be I, fine. I cannot believe you haven't installed Fallout 3 for a rough test run yet. It's installed and running on the Xbox, but all this talk and chat has got me tempted to like, maybe I should install it on the PC. You would think that Ray's talk would discourage me. Ray's story? Yeah. (laughs) I can't back down from a challenge. I'm like, well, geez. And he's almost playing on Xbox now. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that is the worst, worst part of it is the fact that last time we did a Fallout 3 playthrough four years ago, I had to admit defeat because my install did basically the same thing. I got like a week and a half, two weeks in and had to restart my character because it just stopped working and, and I couldn't get it running. Y'all have me so nervous. This is going to go so bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's tough, I think, unless you're really used to it and willing to put up with it. Yeah, at least fortunately this time I have an, an Xbox 2 because when we did the, the roundtable last time, I had PlayStation. It was a PlayStation 4 and we did, I don't even remember how I played it, but you can't play Fallout 3 on on uh ps4 
I had to, I think, what was it? The PS Now, like the subscription streaming service. That was the only way I could, I had to play it through there. But then I remember I was all aggravated because there's no screenshots. They disabled the screenshots during this, the streaming because they don't want you recording movies and stuff if you're doing that but yeah i was taking pictures of my screen with my telephone <laughs> oh boy you're right you're right though guys given all the trouble people are having <laughs> there yeah. are second thoughts there for sure I, I do figure when i get my character rolled i'm gonna go ahead and get that character up and running at, or at least have that character made and get out the vault on xbox also just in case i do run into uh, some issues and, and i have to switch but Looks great on PC. This is, I love this. It looks significantly oh, better. Yeah. I'm excited about that. It's like watching Ray play New Vegas with everything installed last time. <laughs> it's like so pretty. <laughs> I just want to dive into it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'll be taking a lot of Fallout photos in Fallout 3 for the ABCs too. That'll, that'll nice, be happening. Perfect, yeah. So that's me, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Have you okay. actually had a chance to play games this week? Seeing as I've kind of let everyone down. Uh, I the last week I talked about how Starfield I need I was lacking resources because what I wanted to do was go build because I haven't built anything yet. So I established a settlement where my house would be in real life now on Earth, and then went to build and I couldn't really build anything because i don't have anything yet this is a, a fresh brand new character so you guys gave me some nice suggestions of things to go do and i haven't done any of that yet so my starfield is kind of stalled there the only other game i was playing was shelter of course well mo and i actually played some mario maker 2 that's always really fun I like oh that is fun yeah i love that game but yeah as, as shelter really nothing big there and i've lost quite a few important dwellers in the last week just by you know being stupid like not checking in uh, sending them out to the wasteland with 25 stem packs and then not checking in for a couple days and be like, what an Oop. absentee overseer you are sir Oop. sir where do you get off you can be replaced and, you know well the good thing is the pet brings back all of the stuff they collected but like I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, it does not bring back the actively equipped weapon or outfit that the dead dwellers are wearing. So I lost a couple of like level seven strength outfits and some plasma rifles and stuff. And I'm like, man, I need to start sending these people out with worse weapons. So it's not as much of a, loss when they die because i don't care if the person dies if they're not trained up it's not a real big loss if they've gone through the whole like getting all the specials trained up to 10 then you know that's a big fucking deal if they die but like if they don't have their specials trained up who cares you know? yeah so only have the weapons on characters that are doing quests not just going out into the wasteland yeah i guess so like just give them the medium weapons but it's actually kind of a shock because i like i did that with three characters by sending them out into the wasteland a lot no four i lost four of people this week and then one on a quest even because i was watching curb your enthusiasm and larry david was being too goddamn funny and i fucking was ignoring the tv and i was watching the other tv and stupid larry david killed one of my dwellers i blame larry david i, I was mad i'm also kind of pissed that 
Shoulder doesn't have a save. Go back a function, reload this save. I know I understand the purpose and why not, but goddamn, sometimes I'm just like, fuck, it was just, I was just watching a TV show. Come on, please, let me reload. <sighs> but again, it wasn't a trained up person. Like they were level 35 or something and had a decent weapon on them, but the big loss is that the weapon won't come back. I don't care about them so much. <laughs> I know. That's very considerate and overseer there, of course. But yeah, that's <laughs> I don't really have much gameplay. We're both focused. I mean, that's the thing. We're focused. We made a decision on Fallout 3. And I didn't even prepare a game this week because I thought, well, no, we'll just be drawing characters and such. And Will's coming on. Maybe Will bring a game and stuff. So Will said he brought a game. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't need to waste any more time on the gameplay that didn't really... Yeah, happen anyhow. Do you want to draw some characters or play a game? What do you guys want to do? Will, how long is your game? It doesn't need to be. It, one, it's not very good. We may just abandon it. No, no, no. <laughs> it's the best one. Remember I said it's top of the show. Now he's yeah. tempting. Now you're tempting me to you know, dive into this badness. Let's go. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm warning you. Uh, and uh, Andrew was very much joking at the top of the show when he said that because I put in the show notes, do not expect much because... Things I feel like this game went south on me, but we can do it. You ever, or we can see how it goes. And, oh, and, speaking of um, Mardi Gras, that's over, right? But it just happened. No, it just started. This is not the main weekend. Next weekend will be the big, big, that's big, the big weekend, okay. and then Tuesday, a week from Tuesday is Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras Day. But no, it's in high gear right now. There's, there's no. like multiple parades. Are every you getting night. that king cake yet? You know, I haven't had a king cake yet. I've seen. A lot of them are cool. I did actually. I was, I got online. I was going to try to order some, send some to some friend and the place, like one of the more popular places and stuff. Like I was looked on and like I got online and they're like king cake orders are closed for the rest of the season. This was like two weeks ago. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm not the only one who's like focused on cake. <laughs> we have you on around Mardi Gras every year, if not during, like right around. And you always talk about the king cake. So that's yeah. why it was on my mind. Yeah. So, and I have not had one yet. I definitely will be having. I I can pretty. I'll be at my in-laws' house Monday for red beans and rice. I'm pretty sure we'll have some king cake there, and I'll have some more before we go. You know, it's tradition. So. With a weird plastic baby. So, the ideas uh, that I had going into this one is uh, they have that show. I think it's called. It's like Crime Scene Kitchen or something. Have y'all ever heard about that show? Seen that show? It's something where. It's like just another food, like cooking show where just contestants, they go into the kitchen and they're supposed to look or sleuth around the kitchen and look for clues and discover what was cooked there and then recreate that dish based on the clue. Fallout 4 was the one we most recently played. I was going to give you guys some ingredients and see if you could figure out what we were crafting, like what was being made. It could, could be a chem or some kind of food or something like that. Which game again? Was this 4 or 76? Fallout 4. I actually have some down for okay. 76 because I went into this and I was like, all right, this is actually going to be really hard <laughs> when I started write these down. And so that's why I was thinking it was going to crash. I was trying to not get into the Fallout 3 stuff just yet since we're not in that mindset and we don't have a fresh you know, playthrough Fallout 3 stuff in our head. But I kind of appreciate that. Because yeah. we often do that at the beginning of a season. I'm like, you know what? Ask me that really good question in a week or yeah. two, and I'll be on it. Right. But it fades. 
<laughs> so I have a similar thing that we could have done and, and go, but it's follow three. And I figure it was probably best to save that for when we're in that mindset. So I'm just going to tell you a few things here and we'll probably stop this early. Just see if you can remember. So what you do is I'm going to say, list the ingredients and you can tell me what we're cooking. It could be a food or a chem, it's any kind of consumable. Fallout 4. Okay, we got right, this. Yeah. So this one, it. all this is one Brahmin meat. Psyduck. That's my name. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. I was like, huh? Your name is <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what? Uh, one Brahmin meat gives you prime rib. Ribeye. We'll go with rib that. Eye. Yep. <laughs> uh, let me write your name down. Oh, gosh. Especially when I got it. I was looking up like the s'mores recipe in Fallout 76. I was like, oh, my God. These guys would never get this thing. The s'mores? <laughs> the s'mores has fucking concrete. I would get that one. Okay. Yeah. Would you have? Well, actually, so. Concrete is more of a sub ingredient of the razor grain flour. Yeah, it's in the, the flour. Yeah. Yeah. So the oh, so if I had said bone, Brahmin milk, razor grain flour, spices, sugar, and syrup, you'd got I would have nailed that. Yeah, because I okay. went through a phase where I was making s'mores all the time and stocking my vending machine. Oh, right. That, yeah, because it was a quest. I was role playing with it when they get the the Pioneer Scout <laughs> like outfit and backpack. Yeah. I was role playing that. And the vending machine was just full of s'mores all the time. Well, that I was apologize fun. then for discounting you and, and everyone. That. And he loves those s'mores. He'd always be out there getting the cattails, <laughs> making the sugar. Okay. But all right. So back to Fallout 4 things here. So you, you I have three corn, three mute fruit, uh, three mute fruit, sorry, three tato, and one purified water. Is that, is that going to be vegetable starch? That is the vegetable starch, yes. Okay, so we have one jet and five flamer fuel. That doesn't sound appetizing. It could be a chem. These are foods and chems. It's con consumables, but pretty much everyone is either a chem or a food. Jess. Jess. Ultra jet? No. No. Close. Okay. You're on the right path. Yeah. No one? Jet fuel. I mean, Which it's in the name. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, I, I don't take many, actually, of the chems when I play. I always think I do, but then I, I don't. But that jet fuel actually seems pretty usable. It gives you, like, plus 35 max AP and then 10 AP recovery per second. And it lasts eight minutes. So that sounds like a, a fairly useful one that I should be using more. Sounds dare, really rough. Dare to resist, Will. Dare to resist. Okay. Let's see. Two antiseptic. One blood pack and one steel. Jess. Jess. Stim pack. Stim pack. Very good. Yay. Okay. One blood pack and one death claw egg. A good time. <laughs> no one would be the death claw egg omelet. Okay. Thinking maybe, but. Blood pack and an egg. Okay. Yeah. You would think like some cheese or, but no. <laughs> Actually, I tried to get rid of some of the super hard ones, but it felt like a lot of these were really hard anyways. But, okay, so we have one rad stag meat, one gourd, one silt bean, and one vodka. Okay. That's got to be a stew, right, you guys? But Yeah. Venison that, stew, right? Isn't it called venison stew or something like that? Try that, Andrew. Go for it. Andrew, venison stew. <laughs> you know they no. do have a venison type of thing? Think less complicated. Rad stag stew. <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought it was. I mean, I said, but it can't be that easy. 
<laughs> okay, here we go. One mute fruit, one Nuka Cola, and two whiskeys. Come on, Ray. Oh, I <laughs> I just don't do enough crafting in the game. So yes, yeah, I live at the uh, crafting benches. That's why. <laughs> Sounds like a hot toddy to me. Is it refreshing beverage? It is not refreshing beverage. Not a bad guess. But it is a dirty wastelander. Oh, yeah, I would have not, not got that one. That's pretty dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's talk about this. One carrot, one tato, and one dirty water. That actually sounds good. Tato stew. Yeah, I was going to say it's a veg- vegetable stew, something like that, maybe. Vegetable, vegetable medley? I'll give that vegetable soup. I'll give that one. Okay. Vegetable soup. Yeah, that'll be close. What's the technical difference between a soup and a stew? Soup is broth. Well, does a stew have meat in it usually? No. Ray, you're saying it's a viscosity soup is... Yeah. Okay, three rad roach meat. That's it. Disgusting. (laughs) Grilled rad roach? (laughs) Grilled rad roach. I was going to say roasted, but I was like, that doesn't sound right. What's the word? Okay. Um, One blood leaf, one carrot, two dirty waters, one squirrel bits. And one Tato. What? I, I've certainly made it. Sounds like I, squirrel stew. It is squirrel stew. It's just, I keep thinking there's a fancier name for all these. I, it's the 76 in me, you know? Uh, yeah, in 76, they got pretty complicated with recipes with like the fancy names after a while. Yeah, they, they did. I went, I started looking through them because at first I was like, all right, this is too complicated. And that's why I started looking up the 76 ones. And actually I have, look, these are my 76 cards right here. And I was like, these are too ridiculous. Okay, here we go. Here's another one iguana bits and one wood. That'd be iguana on a stick. Iguana on a stick. (laughs) Funny, I thought, I mean, it it makes sense, I guess, but in doing these and looking at the 76 ones, Iguana on a stick is craftable in Fallout 4, but it is not craftable in Fallout 76. Are Iguana bits something you can pick up in 76? Yeah, you got to do them chunky. So, okay. One one fertilizer, one plastic. Jess. Jess. Jet. Jet. Very good. Good job. Nice. Good one. Okay. Are we doing okay with this? Y'all want to stop? I have a few more here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A few more? Okay. Well, okay. So we have one acid, one circuitry, one hub flower, and one stem pack. Those goddamn hub flowers in Fallout 4? <laughs> yeah. Circuitry, what, stem what pack. What is it again? One acid, one circuitry, one hub flower, and one stem pack. Is that Day Tripper, maybe? What do you think? Super stem. I don't know. Super stem's a 76 thing, isn't it? Yeah, that would be two stem packs. <laughs> yeah, so that was Psycho. Oh. What? Yeah. Say that again. One at acid. Yeah. One acid, one circuitry. Hub flower. One hub flower and one stem pack. Yeah. A stem pack. Weird. So that hub flower must have like psych like mental or like psychic things. Cause I know that's one of the ingredients in like the grape mintats too. Okay. Let's try this one. We only have a couple left, <laughs> but we can stop whenever you like. One Abraxo cleaner, two brain fungus, three lead. No, that one sounds painful. I can't even think of any chems right now. Okay. Let's, I think the key ingredient on this one is the brain fungus but at least that is brain cancer on a stick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, mintats? That's mintats, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, one mongrel dog meat. Grilled dog? No. 
<laughs> Close. <laughs> I mean, basically. Mutt chops. Mutt chops. Mutt chops. Mutt chops. <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Mutt chops. Okay. Two antiseptic, three glowing fungus, one plastic, one purified water. Yeah. Jess, Rataway? Rataway. That's right. Okay. Oh, wow. Good one. Okay. Let's see here. Let's see if you can get this one. I don't know. But one coffee tin, one dirty water. One oil, one Meyerlurk egg, and three razor grain. What? Coffee tin. That's the a, a key ingredient. Coffee and a Meyerlurk egg. Huevos rancheros. <laughs> no Let's see. Slocum's buzz bites. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And actually, I, was, I, I didn't look this up, but I, I was wondering, because it just says oil is in it. Do they have, is cooking oil in Fallout 4? Yeah, it's got to be cooking yeah. oil. I'm not, yeah. we're not, but it just says oil, but it didn't oil. Say, yeah, <laughs> but it just says oil, and I was wondering about that. Yeah, it's a tall, skinny bottle. Okay. All right, here we go. Last one. One Meyerlurk egg, one Meyerlurk meat, one oil, and razor grain. Uh, Meyerlurk cake. Meyerlurk cake. Good job, Andrew. Okay, so y'all didn't do as bad as I was expecting. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I was, just take some thinking, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I tried to pick one where the clues are a little bit in there. Some I couldn't even think of the name of like half the chems. I know, I know, it's hard. <laughs> it was sort of mean of me to even throw that at y'all. <laughs> but it was final score, unless I counted wrong, which I am prone to do. But it was five. Jess, three Ray, three Andrew. I actually think Andrew got more than me, but all good. <laughs> yeah, I may have forgot to write them down. It's possible. I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure I forgot to give Andrew points last time also. So <laughs> I, I have a, a theme running apparently. I cheat Andrew points. Yeah. <laughs> Rude. That was that game time. What time was it? Game time. <laughs> so let's get the characters rolled here, guys. Let's let's roll strong, roll proud, Ray. You have this whole shebang that you do with rolling and capturing images, posting them. And where do people go afterward to find the role here if we roll them live on the show? So I'll post them on the Facebook page and in the, the Fallout channel on the Discord. Great place Beautiful. to find both. Yeah, sounds good. And looking ahead on this, I was thinking we have seven roles to do, but we've got our own as well. A lot yes. of people participating have already rolled their characters in, in the Discord, uh, especially people getting excited, getting started. We even have some people who haven't played Fallout 3 before. So that's always exciting. So if you're in the chat and you've already rolled your character, post your stats. So while we're rolling and, and talking about the other ones, we can also maybe review yours that you've already rolled in the chat a little bit too. We, we always need stuff to chat about while Ray's clicking refresh, refresh, refresh. Well, luckily we're not going to have too many rolls on this one. So do you want to do our characters first or shall we start rolling for some of the people who requested them? Yeah, let's start with one of us, but mix it up a little bit. You know what I mean? That'll be fun. Sounds good. Who wants honors? I think you sound eager, Andrew. Let's just get right to it. Let's get the Andrew character if you're ready. I'm try to jot some of this down, but I'll be harassing you later for my stats. I'm sure. All right, how many rules you want? Let's let's make a general rule. If you're requesting a, a role, let's keep it to like below 
you know, two or three, right? Come on. Yep. That's what we're doing. Everybody who let us know the rules, if they didn't say they're getting two, if they did, they're getting three in most cases. All right. So let's just go two, right? I'll, I'll do two refreshes. All right. If we actually want to be random about it, we need to make a randomizer that randomizes how many roll, right? That's but who randomizers the randomizers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds complicated, yeah. Andrew. Yeah. Okay, here comes your character. And I'm remember, on. you get to pick your own name for these. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, uh, we get our uh, name. We pick our own name. Oh, okay. So you've got a male character. Male. That's unusual for me. So good. So strength of seven, perception eight, endurance three. Charisma seven, intelligence five, agility five, and luck of five. I don't really know what that means for Fallout Three. You know what I mean? Is is like is it a charisma and intelligence playthrough type of game, or a, a strength and endurance? Well, I don't really know much about it. So honestly, it it really can vary. They all have their strong points because they are connected to skills in a lot of cases. You get your action points from agility. You get your carry weight from strength. So having a strength of seven is always a good place to start. I feel like endurance covers the most stats when it comes to a lot of resistances and your hit points and all that. But but yeah, they, they've That's all got the lowest. Mm-hmm. Charisma really only affects your speech check. So once again, the speech skill is maybe more important than charisma itself in a lot of cases. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So, and then, you know, the other key is your tag skills. So you've got big guns, repair, and lockpick. Oh, okay. Those are good. So those are all good ones to have. Big guns is <laughs> a little bit harder than small guns, but I know you enjoy the occasional big gun playthrough. So uh, what does that mean in three? Let's see. There's, is there the fat man, missile launcher, and minigun? Yep, minigun, flamer, Gatling laser, the rocket launcher, which is like a prototype junk jet. Oh, but rocket launcher, right? Isn't it? Rocket, a, yep. Dash <laughs> it launcher, yeah. So the Gauss is just a rifle, or is that an, an energy weapon considered? I think it's probably considered an energy weapon. I mean, I will say that big guns, you kind of have to work your way up to. So even though it'll be a tag skill, you'll probably start with either small or energy and eventually switch to, to big guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things. Small guns really covers almost everything in in Fallout Three, just like in New Vegas. Yeah, and you'll get so you've got your level two skill or perk is going to be a gun nut, which will give you a plus five to small guns and plus five to repair. So you'll have a really strong repair skill. And what was which his other useful. perk? Um, his other perks were uh, Fortune Finder and Adamantium Skeleton. Which is also, I mean, it's a level 14 skill, but it's good for big gun plays. So, you, you know, you're less likely to blow yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's damage taken by limbs reduced by half. Goddamn Curie walking in front of me. And Fortune <sighs> Finder will get you more caps. So this is really a very open playthrough for you. I can work with that. All right. Who's up? I want to hear his karma companion. After- so his karma is eagle evil. And his companion is Jericho. Well, so that that fits. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, that's that's going to be different. Yeah, I don't really know what that entails, but so I think I t- kind of forgotten there was a karma meter at all. So 
I'll have to remember how that works, really. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of obvious, but. Maybe you can be light evil, diet evil. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Lean into it, man. Lean into it with those big guns. The little misguided. You're going to get regulators either way, so. What'd you say? I'm getting regulators? Yeah. Yep. Mount up. Mount up. (laughs) Okay. So the regulators, that's opposite the Talon Merc. Right. right. If you're a good guy, you get uh, the Talon after you. And if you're bad, you get the regulators after you. Oh, I see. Once you're bad enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, let's roll a character for Lou. We got Lou coming in with wanting two rolls. Happy Lou's getting a character. Awesome. Lou, two for Lou. Right. All right, this one's perfect. Well, good job, Lou. You're perfect. What's what's perfect about it, Ray? All right, so the perfect thing is his perks. So it's perfect. Yes. Scrounger, Pyromaniac, and Cannibal. Oh, wow. Okay, so Scrounger does more ammunition in containers. Pyromaniac, obviously, fire weapons help. And Cannibal. (laughs) I hope he has evil karma. Neutral. Okay. Okay, so you can balance your people eating with people helping. Yep, so you got to, for every person you eat, you got to go give somebody a bottle of water. Second helping of people (laughs) eating. (laughs) So female characters, strength of seven, perception six, endurance five, charisma four, intelligence five, agility five, and eight luck. Okay, perfect. Wow, lucky two. Sneak, unarmed, and big gun. Ooh, sneak, unarmed, and big guns. How does the unarmed work in really well? Three, yeah. <clears throat> so you've got you've got all the usuals, you know, like a boxing glove, knife, spiked knuckles, death claw gauntlet, power fists, and I think there's even a legendary power fist, a named weapon. Let's see, is that the love tap? No, no, that's the brass knuckles. The Shocker. I never used that. But yeah, apparently the Shocker is a legendary power fist you can get. Or at least a named power fist in the flooded metro. Interesting. Cool. Well, enjoy that character. Let's go ahead and let's roll one for Bill next. Bill wanted three rolls if he could. And I'm going to be editing this after. So if we just have gaps while we wait for Ray to save and load, that's perfectly fine. Let's cut them out. Right. This one is Bill. Now, Bill didn't express any preferences as far as the character. All right. So he's got a male character. Strength of six, perception seven, endurance nine for intelligence of six, agility four, luck four. Okay. So (laughs) putting all those points into endurance. What does endurance work with? Endurance works with big guns. Endurance works with unarmed. Did you get either of those? So he's got energy weapons, unarmed, and science. Okay, so he might get punchy too. That'll be good with the high endurance for sure. And then perks are demolition expert, fast metabolism, and grim reaper sprint. Oh, grim reaper sprint. Is that a pretty high level one? That's up like 18 level, or 20, isn't level it? Level 20, yeah. Wow. So that may not come into play till, <laughs> till near the end. Cool. Okay, let's get another roll in. Will, have you rolled your character yet? I have not. Well, Ray, do you want to get something for Will? Do you have any preferences, Will? Anything you're looking at? No, no, just hit me. <laughs> All right. You know, I was thinking I would prefer 
not to be a cannibal, but if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have an Ask Karma and Companion on a couple of those too. There's a lot to cover here. All right. So let's see here. So Will has a male character, uh, strength of eight, perception five, endurance six, charisma three, intelligence seven, agility six, luck five. Um, tags are repair, sneak, and lockpick. Oh, that's fine. Those are solid. Yeah. Intelligence seven. Was that the highest stat? <clears throat> no, strength of eight. Seven yeah, intelligence is good. That, that sounds good so far. Like my lowest stat is only a three in charisma, so I won't be very charismatic. But you were just saying beforehand, charisma doesn't seem as important as, say, like just speech does, right? Yeah, right. you can still run your speech up. A lot of times the skills matter more than the perk. But Fallout 3, because you get skill points based on your level, so you get 10 plus your intelligence. So if you have a 7 intelligence, you're going to get 17 skill points per level, which is uh, oh, okay. a big deal. Yeah, oh. it, so it really helps getting that up. I forgot about yeah. that. And uh, your, your perk assignments are toughness, which is a good one, bloody mess, and sniper. Man, I, I, I think all this kind of works out pretty well, right? Yeah. I do... I, I tend to be a sniper a little bit, so <laughs> I don't know if that's uh, uh, stepping outside my zone like I'm supposed <laughs> to with these. But you know. Well, so that'll be because so, you're going to have to be picking off innocent people. Oh, <clears> evil. <throat> because your karma is evil and your follower is Clover. Oh, she's evil too. Did, I don't know did, anyone uh, who's ever played with her. Did, did Pip-Boy Steve, did he make this so that if you get an evil karma, you get an evil, like yeah. you will get an evil thing? Like, yeah. Okay. yeah, they're matched up. Since there's no karma requirement for Dog or Charon, when you get those, it doesn't. Yeah. your karma doesn't matter. So you can get either of those on any karma, and then there's two each per the other setting. Okay. So this definitely sounds like this sneaky sniper, since I have sneak and sniper both assigned to me. Yep. <laughs> it sounds like we're going to be pretty evil so far. Yeah, so far. You know, I'm going to go for it. I'm, I'm going to get... <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying whenever I get these sort of evil things and, you know, it doesn't quite work out the way I want it to, but going to go for it. We'll, we'll see. Okay. So let's see who we're going to do next. We've got Will and Andrew down. Let's get to, it looks like Juan might play along. So let's okay. roll Juan a character, right? Hey, do you want to live on the edge and do just like one refresh, close your eyes and, and click the button? I can do that. Okay. Drum one, roll, please. One for one. So before I forget. We're doing that. Silior mentions what happens if the companion dies, reload or move on. Like always, it's personal choice. But I think since we're focused on DLC, it would totally make sense if you say, hey, we're going to move on because you may not be bringing your companion with you for all the DLC anyway. So one has a male character, strength of five, perception seven, endurance seven, charisma five, intelligence five, agility four and luck seven. And his tags are speech lock pick explosives. Oh, those are good ones. High luck, speech lock, like explosive, all very useful. And perks are finesse, educated, and tag. Um, another evil character. I'm uh, sorry, with, Juan. Uh, Jericho is <laughs> the uh, companion. Wow, this is this is incredible. Pretty evil there. Jess or Ray? Ray, do you want to roll your own, or you want to roll me? Either way. Okay. Do me next. How many you want? I want. I want to live on the edge too. I want one roll. One roll. Mm -hmm. From where you are now. Okay. So male character. Cool. Strength of five, perception six, endurance six, charisma five, 
intelligence nine. Wow. Agility five and luck four. Okay. That's a cool roll. Obviously lots of, lots of skill points coming. I like that. A couple of fours, no big deal. What are the tag skills? Tag is energy, explosives, and big gun. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm trying to think what's the earliest energy weapon you really get access to. It takes a little while. I mean, you can get laser rifles, plasma pistols, but a lot of that doesn't really start dropping until you're fighting Enclave a bit more, get to Rivet City and and such. Which of these have to be established upon starting the character? All of of the specials. And all the tag skills. And the tag skills. Those three have to be selected. But the perks you get to like cash in upon leveling up as you go, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because they come in at different levels. Okay. So like Jess's perks, she's got chem resistance at level 16, toughness at level six, and computer whiz at level 18. Oh wow. Okay. Computer whiz. What does that do? I think you can okay, you can okay. hack a terminal. You get extra chances. To on your hacking. And did you say I, I had finesse? No, toughness. Toughness, not just extra damage resistance. If I recall correctly, I think Nana Janet said in one of these past games you had to save before trying to hack a terminal because if was it this game that if you if you get locked out, you're locked out for life or something? Wasn't she saying mm-hmm. that in one of the older games? There might be a timer on it. It's, you definitely get locked out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on this, I mean, according to the, the computer whiz, I don't know how it is. I mean, that's kind of what it says. It says can hack a locked down terminal for four more chances. Does that mean if you're, I don't know if that implies that if it's locked out, then all of a sudden it gives you four more chances. Yeah. I'm curious to check that because there's now that I have this nagging feeling that maybe it is permanent. I, haven't yeah, played I, I don't know because I've never had a terminal get locked out because I always bail. So karma. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Somebody has to do it. And companion, don't say Paladin Cross. (laughs) Fox. Okay, Fox. I have to go pretty far to even get them. So I may not even bother getting to Fox in the story. At least I get to be good. Sorry, people. I was going to say, it's going to be remembered as the the evil season. Not not the Fallout 3 (laughs) DLC. Up next, we have Thomas looking for a character. Let's give him two roles. I don't think he specified. It's funny not actually uh, getting the names rolled on this one. Yeah. Because uh, one, is, it is funny because I think a lot of the times we sort of use that name as, as an inspiration for our backstory and stuff, right? To help us like spur yep. a little bit of creativity and, and stuff in, in what we're doing. Yeah. So I'm going to have to get all creative on my own. <laughs> yeah. That, it is different. I mean, technically we could have gone and used the list from Fallout 4 or something again, but on this and the new Vegas character generator, we, we didn't add names. All right. Thomas is playing a female character with four strength, six perception, three endurance, four charisma, eight intelligence, seven agility, and eight luck. That sounds like a great character. Yep. High intelligence, agility, and luck. As long as they have small yeah. guns or something good to go with. Only what are the tag skills? Science, sneak, and barter. Hey, that's going to be interesting. Kind of a brilliant character. High intelligence, agility, luck, sneak, science, barter. So yeah. you can buy and sell. Buying and selling. Barter, I feel, means a lot in Fallout 3 because of the fact that you sell so much of the junk. Like you can, you save some to make stuff with, but you sell so much of it. 
And in order to get the best equipment, get enough stim pack, it's good to be able to barter. Yeah. Is and this a um, pick up all junk ratio one to 10 t- to value type scenario? That's what I would think. Carry weight is an issue, especially if you're not high strength. I, I like the one to 10. Yeah. I was just even sitting here wondering, does Fallout 3 have the thing like Skyrim and Fallout 4 where you can be like, hey, Piper, can you go pick that up for me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're sneaking that way, no. So on the perk side, Thief at level 2 and then nothing else until level 18 Computer Whiz and level 20 Grim Reaper Sprint. What does oh. what does thief do? Does it make you a better pickpocket or something? Plus okay. five lockpick and plus five sneak. Yeah, so so that's lock a good pick. one. Okay. Yeah, so he's this character is going to be very very sneaky and is neutral. Oh, cool! Did they get yeah. a assigned companion? Butch. Nice. Butch is another one that means don't get a companion until halfway through. That Butch is even available, so you may not get them in time. But with the DLC, once again, doesn't matter quite as much. Okay. Cool. Next up, we've got three more people to roll for, plus you, Ray. Before we roll you, let's do Leon. Now, Leon wants whatever he gets as long as he's a cannibal. <laughs> so three rolls, but if you see cannibal earlier, stop there. And if not, he'll just add cannibal. He's he's in a cannibal kind of mood. All right. Well, let's see. Let's see what kind of luck he's got. Need to put in the sound drop of the munch, munch, munch burp. So. <laughs> need to have that on the soundboard this season i have a feeling yeah i i do not have a cannibal sound effect well i would certainly hope not all um, right we're at three re-rolls with no cannibals well do you want to do the third and he can add cannibal <clears throat> he can just swap cannibal out let's go with this one then are there certain things that he could roll that would be incompatible with cannibal like being a good person can you be a good cannibal you can uh, be good or neutral. Yeah. Um, but you're going you to lose karma. You at it. So this is a, a neutral character. Okay. Right. See, that's a good balance for Cannibal. Because it's kind of, it's not hard to get good karma. You right. know? I mean, I guess it's also not hard to get evil karma. I just don't ever want to do those things. Yeah. The uh, the little, I don't know, when you were talking about the sound clip for it's Cannibal, you know, to use. I don't know why in my head I, I was, li- I, I hear Ray voice from the t- fallout the terminal velocity where you did at suffolk county charter school where right. at the end you're like mm, tasty <laughs> <laughs> so that's, 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 <laughs> here's a fun fact about cannibal in fallout 3 the animation time for the process of mounding down on a corpse takes twice as long as it takes to drink water from a sink so it, it, it's a process you can't just gulp that meat down but you do get health benefits and I guess HP replenished and body yeah, 25 HP. And does and it, is it like in Fallout 4? Well, I know in Fallout 4 you need a perk for it, but you, where you can like get ghouls and super mutants and stuff where you can eat them also? I think it's humans and regular ghouls, not feral ghouls. I don't think you can ever eat feral ghouls in 3. Oh, by the way, if you eat in front of people, you're going to lose karma either way. And Andrew's going to say, wait, if nobody sees you, why do you lose karma? Well, I'm sorry. It's between you and Todd. Okay, so you're going to lose karma either way. But if NPCs see you eating people, they'll usually turn hostile. So you kind of got to do this in private. I don't think I understand. Is is there a 
good neutral bad scale and a karma scale no, or the ca- karma is good neutral okay. evil okay. I, I, I misheard earlier then i was like the Wait. thing that's missing here is reputation so you don't have in new vegas we had reputation and karma and you don't have reputation here okay all right so we have a female character with a strength of six perception seven endurance six charisma eight intelligence five agility five and elect three and the tag skills are lockpick energy weapons and repair well a lot of repair in there that's going to be useful obviously lockpick's always good the fact we've had so few small guns (laughs) i mean people can still put points into it but when it's not tagged it's going to take you longer to get it up what are the perks fast metabolism intense training and swift learner I feel like Jess is using extra innuendo tonight because I'm not pulling. <laughs> because she's out. editing. Because <laughs> she's editing. Not purposeful, but I realized for that one, I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> about 12 Absolutely. so far. <laughs> In, intense training does plus one to any special stat. So that is a good one to use that stat quicker. If you like the quicker. Yeah, plus 10, XP. 10% XP. Ex- yeah, so they'll. Yeah. Easy to level for sure. Awesome. And karma companions, you said neutral karma. How about companions? Companions, Sergeant RL3, and none. Cool. Sergeant RL3 is great because, I mean, you can pick them up pretty early if you just go down by Tenpenny Tower, that general area, down by the Robco factory and such. You can meet them. Do you have to pay to get RL3? In order to hire him, you don't just be like, hey, I'll take that robot off your hands, right? Like, I think you need actually pay. We'll find out. Yeah, we will. I think it's probably like 500 or 1,000 caps. Next up on the roll, well, he's been waiting patiently. Do you want to do Siliar? Sure. Okay, and didn't say how many rolls. I'm going to say two. And Lee confirms RL3 is 1,000 caps. I think you can barter him down, but yeah, 1,000. That takes a little while to get up there. Okay, so what kind of character is Eric going to get? A female character. Cool. Strength of five, perception four. Endurance 5, Charisma 7, Intelligence 6, Agility 6, Luck 7. So n- low perception. That just means how far away you see enemies mostly, yep. right? Yep. How much mm-hmm. they show up on the compass and stuff. So they'll sneak up on you a little bit. Were yep. limiters put on the caps of the possibility of the numbers? Because I haven't heard any 1s or 10s yet. I think 9 is the highest you can get on this as an outlier. I don't think we did any 10s. Yeah, because it's a, a 10 is a waste because then, you know, if you get the bobblehead, you can't we'll get the it. bobblehead. Right. And we had it, to be a little bit had to uh, in order to make it so you could get certain skills. We had to keep the spread reasonable, too. Now, in order to get perks, it's not just like, oh, you're level two. You get all the level two perks open to you. Like, for instance, if you want thief, you got to be level two, but you also got to get perception of four and agility of four. So there's a special requirement for a lot of the perks. So that's why we tied the perks you get to the special you get being within, I think, two maximum so that you don't have to have that high fairness factor that you get in Fallout 4, where we're a little bit crueler. <laughs> but you still have to pay attention because, so like his first perk is Little Eager at level two, which has got a strength of four, already has a strength of five. So he's good there. Little Eager, um, yep. But at level 16, chem resistant has a, a requirement 
of a medicine of 60. So you've got a plan for that. Level 20 perk is ninja, which needs a melee of 80 and a sneak of 80. Wow. So this character sounds a bit, I mean, they're high level, so it'll be well before he gets there, but sounds a bit melee-like with chem resistant. What did you just say? He got ninja, right? Yep. And Little Leaguer is also kind of melee. So what are the tag skills? So tag is speech, explosives, and medicine. Okay. And And this is the first time we've had this karma. Write your own path. Write your own path. Oh, cool. So did we give him a companion or dog with that? Nope. Kind of awesome. But it does sound very melee. And he says he only plays female characters and we roll them. So that's cool. What kind of hippie new age nonsense is that? Choose your own path. Come on. (laughs) Because there's only like three possible things and only so many companions, like it's a little bit more limited. We said, okay, we got to mix it up a bit. So we did that. Who else? Anybody else needs to draw? Yeah, we've got a couple more roles. We've got Ray and Jeff. Ray needs one and Jeff. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's get Jeff. I'll go last. And how many roles do we have on Jeff? Jeff wanted a full three. Three. All right. Come on. There we go. Didn't want to let me rename the file. So Jeff has a female character with a strength of seven, perception three, endurance five, Charisma 8, Intelligence 7, Agility 5, Luck 5. Tags are Energy, Medicine, and an Arm. Huh. Okay. Neat. Yeah, and once again, tag skills is what you're tagging. You're going to get the extra 15 skill points into it right at the start. So perks, we've got Iron Fist, which is goes with his unarmed. Mm-hmm. Lead Belly. So then that's less rad what he's food, like usual. Mm-hmm. And then chem resistant. Okay. Chem resistant again comes up to 16. And he had medicine as a skill? Yeah. Okay. Then those Which all go good, together well. Yeah. Chem resistance. So you need to be a medicine 60. And lead belly is just, okay, that's just water. It's not food in general in this one. Just water. Yeah. Karma is evil. Oh, no. <laughs> and another clover is a follower. Cool. This is going to be the most clovers we've had, I think. I don't even, I've never, ever used her. So, yeah, I don't know. You find her in Paradise Falls, which, of course, isn't as hard to get into if you're evil. And finally, we have Ray. Now, Ray already knows. He's going to act like he's rolling, but he already knows what he's going to play. <laughs> and I'll set up over there. Where did I put that file? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm rolling. Thank goodness I didn't get entomologist. Would that bug you, Ray? Yes, it totally would. Oh, no, 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 no. How many times you played this game, Ray? Not a ton. Probably only like five or six times. That's a bunch. It's definitely the least for some of us. This will only be like my fourth playthrough. This will be your third, Andrew, right? Or, I mean, second, really, since the first one doesn't count. Yeah, I was just sort of a run through it as fast as possible. Sort of so the same thing I did with Starfield. Why do I do that? All right. So I have a female character. Out of the box, we're going to have some challenges. So we've got a strength of three, perception five, endurance five, charisma eight, intelligence six, agility six, luck seven, and tag skills are melee, lockpick, and explosives. Oh, so melee um, with a three strength? Yeah. 
That's going to be a waste. Yeah, I mean, I'll just cram more skill points into it. Mm -hmm. So perks are Bloody Mess. Always love Bloody Mess. Action Boy, or in this case, Action action Girl. And not sure how we'll ever get to this one, but at level 18, the perk is Infiltrator. Infiltrator. And you can pick broken locks? Yeah, so I can pick a broken lock with one more bobby pin. But you need high perception. <laughs> oh. Perception seven, so. And by the time you get up to level 18, who knows? You may be able to get that. Yeah. That's a really interesting spread. I mean, the yeah. thing about perks, there are a lot of perks. Like You're getting the assigned perks here, but there are what? There are like 50-some oh, regular yeah, perks. a lot, yeah. And you yeah. can get special perks in the DLC as well. Yeah. Yeah, so fortunately, one of the good things about having your your assigned perk so high in level mm-hmm. is that it gives you plenty of time in between to to get the good perks. So in the you know drastically different attributes section, I've got good <laughs> karma. No way. <laughs> and my companion is Star Paladin Cross. Oh man. Like I like her. But I have to tell you, I had her sign last time and I was so sick about hearing how I was like my dad every 15 minutes by the end. I'm like, no, just please be quiet. <laughs> yeah, I'll be happy to just have dog meat. And once again in this, I mean, the majority of our play, we won't even have the companion with us if they can't come on any of the DLC. Is there any value to sitting down and doing that level mapping exercise that we did for fallout four so you can't do the one that you do for four but you can do the one that we did for new vegas so it is helpful to to plan out your skills either to get to the requirements for the ones you have assigned or to get to the requirements of this of the perks that you want for your play style so you know figure out which perks are going to work and then plan your skill points assignments. So it's going to be a little more important for me because I'm only going to have 16 skill points every time I level up versus you know somebody that's getting 19. But you just plan out so that you don't get to a point where you're ready to take a perk that's going to be perfect for your play style and find out that you're woefully lacking in in requirements right and let's see so swift learner helps you with the xp gain to kind of make up for that comprehension is good to get early because that gives you an an additional skill point whenever you need a skill book the comprehension is a really good perk to get early and of course educated will get you more skill points per level that's like three right there so it's well worth it but it probably would be good andrew to actually take and make a list of at what level you can get things and what you need to get there and then plot in between a little bit. There's benefits both ways. So the thing about Fallout 4 is it's great to map out ahead of time because you level quite often. So you keep getting stuff thrown at you and it's good to have a plan. In Fallout 3 or New Vegas, because you level so much slower, it's okay being a little bit deliberate. You're not going to be making wrong choices suddenly, but still definitely good to map it out either way, I think. I'm with you. And to level... 20, level 30. Original game, you topped out at level 20. Uh, Broken Steel added 10 levels to your maximum level. And then I believe you got five more for each DLC after that. 
All right. Do we have other items of business? Is there iguana bits and such to get to this evening? Honestly, I don't have a whole lot more to cover, you guys. I'm just excited to dive into Fallout 3 and get all in there. So I mentioned last week that the Fallout 76 update was coming out. There was an update on Tuesday. Smaller, just a bug fix update mostly as they prep for the big one. But a couple things that they fixed. The X01 power armor is finally giving you the proper rad protection. Should be. What else do we have? Basically bug fixes and texture fixes. Atlantic City. Oh, the Meyer Lurks. <laughs> Meyer Lurks. If people who haven't played, like I haven't played much, but the Meyer Lurks have been friendly on you for a couple months, really. What? <laughs> the Meyer Lurks stopped being angry at you. You, oh, no uh, way. <laughs> yeah. So if you went to, you got a Myrlurk spawn, they'd all be happy and glowing. I'm Aquaman, friend of the sea creatures. <laughs> and they have unfortunately made them aggressive yet again. Oh, bummer. Beyond that, birthday cake now counts towards a daily challenge to eat cake, pie, or candy. You can actually eat birthday cake to count towards that challenge. That uh, was silly things. when that didn't count. Also, Andrew, you'll be happy about this. Spooky treat bags, gifts, and mole miner pails now give you ammo again. Contextual ammo to what you're holding. Oh, that's, that was stupid. They yeah. took that away. So apparently that was not working as intended. We thought they changed it. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. It happens. Also in the pit. If you jump inside the toxic vat of green goo in the foundry, you will now instantly die. There was oh. a little while you could jump in and just kind of hang out. <laughs> that's too bad. Uh, but yeah, that's it. It's all bug fixes and little things like that. Alrighty, sounds good. Beyond that, we know the next update is coming on March 26th. And so we talked about it a little bit last week. You're going to get the new quest line in Atlantic City. You're going to get a bunch of stuff to do. And it's looking pretty great. Also, I'm hearing from people who have looked at the data mine next season. That next season is going to be a really fun one. I haven't had a chance to look into that myself. So, you know, sorry. I'm just reporting what I've heard. But uh, yeah, I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> it's funny. People have different tastes too. Like I really enjoyed this uh, Atlantic City season with some of the casino theme stuff. But most people have said, "Now nah, this one's a letdown." So I like a few things about it. But next, I'm hearing is better. So we'll take a look. I just want that neon light Tron style paint job on my my power fists and stuff you know i think it's dumb that they limit paint jobs to specific weapons i mean i agree that it would be awesome to have more weapons someone has to design it for each one you know what i mean it's not like you can just slap the same glowing thing onto every weapon and the glowy bits will be in the same spots let's task an ai to put the paint job on <laughs> various weapons and see what happens you know i may not be in favor of ai for many artistic things but i would love to have more things available for more weapons. But I saw people doing the boat thing, building docks and yeah, that sort of fun stuff. So that, that's cool. We need to go get on a boat. Yeah, the boat has been a, proved to be a really popular item. The dock is hard to build with, though. People haven't tried using the dock. It can be a little bit, you I know, some yeah, resist so. snapping. Oh, that sucks. It definitely does. Catch but also, that, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we'll make everything easier to build, please. Object intersects with ob objects. No, no, thank you. No more. But the Burning Love Challenge event is going on right now for Valentine's Day. There's oh. a reward each week for getting at least four days of the challenges in. You get a reward each week. If you get both weeks, you get a bigger reward. It is going to be double score weekend right now as we speak. So if you are trying to get the scoreboard done, 
you got plenty of time, but it is double score this weekend. So get a chance to play. That's good. And Foshnacht will be starting in less than two weeks. Yeah, we have a countdown of 11 days to Marching with Robots. So get ready. Get excited. So you're listening live. You can still get this week's very Sunday, Monday. But anyone listening to this podcast, you're too late. Yeah, right. Because Jess is editing this week, which means most likely today. <laughs> Do it before noon tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you could have had. Yeah, but that's it for the bits. I, I don't have much. Cool. All right. So I think that about wraps it up. Anybody have anything else they want to cover tonight? All right. If you would like to look up your stats, if Ray rolled them for you, look for them in the next couple of days on Facebook and in the Discord. And they, they should be there before too long. And good luck getting all your characters started, everybody out there. Got a couple of weeks before we'll check in on... So yeah, next week, what are we doing? We're going to jump right into our first week talking about our characters and quests. So because we're doing... There's no need for an extra week to be like, hey, this is how my character is. You can combine that with your actual initial feedback. So okay. we'll talk about kind of how we're playing our characters, what we're thinking this week. And then people can send in their feedback about how they're playing their characters the week after and just combine that with what you've been doing. Cool. This may may be the most ever destructions of Megaton. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You guys are all like Sergio. It's not worth it. Evil. Sarah Sarah and I will be rolling our eyes at you. (laughs) Very cool. All right, you guys. Then on that note, you can find him at Will Wonka. On uh, Twitter, what's is your Insta the same? Will where do where do you lurk these days? Well, nowhere, honestly. I'm Will right. Pat Wonka on Instagram, but that's really more just like skateboarding. I I did, I did my little virtual ph- photography stuff on Twitter when I was active on it, but I hadn't really been active anywhere lately. Nice. I'm All also right. sometimes you know I'm old man night on Instagram. I'm not, but like it's a group of us. We're old bunch of old skateboarders that close do stuff so featured on that a lot as an old man skateboarder <laughs> if you oh, that. boy that's what i like to hear <laughs> all right well thanks for hopping on tonight oh thank you you can find him at ray lb also at bbc ISSS for all your no man sky need and if you like to listen to ray's thoughts on skyrim listen to that on a skyrim addict ray thanks so much for hopping on tonight good times jess can be found at sleep is for tea and at you wastelanders and at dames who game jess thanks so much for hopping on glad to be here i can be found at indie android and the show is at the fallout feed i'd like to thank everyone for downloading this edition of the fallout feed we will see you in the capital wasteland thank you for downloading this episode of the fallout feed roundtable If you are interested in doing a play-along character with us, the show can be contacted by emailing falloutroundtable at gmail.com. For the roundtable schedule, our Amazon link, and all other show information, please head on over to asapodcasting.com, where you will find the Fallout feed, a Skyrimatic podcast, our YouTube channel, the Chatterbox, as well as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading and we'll see you in the wasteland.